2016 with Ford Radio Sports. And from Ashes to Alps to Castleford, the University of Sheffield are Winter Varsity Champions 2016. One, one, there we go! And you join us with about 250 minutes to go in the senior men's sport. Hallam have a slight lead, I would say about a quarter of the length, but it's all to play for as they come into the final 100 metres. University of Sheffield are looking good, they're coming back, they're bringing the rate up. Chris Hutchinson on the left, he's going to be through, and University of Sheffield will go over again. Absolutely amazing pace from Chris Hutchinson. He burst through on the try line, and that was sensational. to the men's futsal. That's a wonderful goal. That came out of absolutely nothing. And Lighthouse has hooked one in. And that's it. See it. Shout it. Climb across up to the top of an offside and proclaim it from the rooftop. The University of Sheffield are the varsity 2016 champions. The University of Sheffield, varsity champions 2016. This is Varsity on Ford Radio. Hello and welcome to a special edition of The Raw Show with me, Adam Bailey. It's that time of the year again when the city of Sheffield becomes divided, or the student population of Sheffield at least. Either the black and gold of the University of Sheffield or the maroon of Sheffield Hallam. And I think it's fair to say that the studio this evening is full of black and gold. I'm joined by Ford Sports, Nick Hill and Tim. But before we begin, Tim, we've got a competition. Uh, yes, I'll just get it up on my phone right now. Where are we? It's a, it's a great competition. I've got to admit that. Here we go, yeah. Forge Radio is in collaboration with Alpha Rooms. Uh, it's running a competition where you can win four pairs of tickets to the top-of-the-table clash, uh, Sheffield United's clash against uh, FA Cup quarter-finalist Millwall on March the 28th. So to be in a chant uh, with that, retweet Forge Radio's pin tweet and then follow Forge Radio and Alpha Rooms on Twitter. So good luck with that. Yes, good luck indeed. So you heard at the beginning of the programme the highlights from last year's varsity event when the University of Sheffield won a fourth successive varsity. Can the University of Sheffield win a fifth successive varsity? Hopefully. Yeah, I hope so, I hope so. Should be good, though. So the, 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 the guests say yes, and we'll preview the major days and review what has already happened so far after Welcome this song. Welcome back to Ford Radio's Varsity Preview Show. The University of Sheffield have won the last four varsities and the, in the overall standings, however, Sheffield Hallam lead 10-8 with two draws. But University of Sheffield sports officer Emily Roach is confident that University of Sheffield can make it five wins on a bounce this year. So my first question, Emily, has to be, can the University of Sheffield win a fifth varsity title in five years? Um, yeah, we definitely can. I've got to say, I'm feeling pretty confident. I think from at this point, I think it's just not getting complacent because we've obviously won it for four years and half of the people that are at university now, they've never like lost a varsity. But I think as long as we keep up that momentum and we just remember that like that we, we can do it, but we have to work for it, then we can definitely win five years in a row, the first university to ever do it. And you must be pleased as well with the, the, the start Sheffield have made. The league currently leads 6-3 going into the varsity week. Um, yeah, I'm absolutely buzzing. I've been to every event that I've been to so far has been absolutely amazing. Like watching like the row in the boxing, everyone that's competed has literally put their all into it. It's been so feeling pretty strong for the week to come. 
And perhaps what our listeners perhaps don't understand is just the amount of preparation that goes into organising an event on the scale of Varsity. So my question is, just how much preparation has gone into organising Varsity? I suppose as sports officer, you'll have uh, had this experience this firsthand. Yeah, like, genuinely, it's something that I didn't appreciate at all when I was a student as well. But like coming behind the scenes and seeing how much goes into it, genuinely, as soon as one Varsity finishes, it goes straight into meetings of like, OK, how was that? How can we do it for next year? And we've got we've got like the operations meetings that are like pulling everything together. But then we've got this like the steering group who kind of look at the kind of five year plan of varsity. Where are we going to take it next? Like what's the next big thing that we can do? And like genuinely just be- between like members of staff, like all of the sports Sheffield team, especially Steve Cox, and then members of staff around the union, you wouldn't believe how many hours go into it. And they do genuinely such an incredible job. But yeah. <laughs> uh, so what 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 does varsity mean to to you? Um, I think for me, like, because I've been thinking about this uh, a little bit recently, obviously, but it's just crazy to think, especially coming when you, it's like a point in the year that you see things kind of change. So, like, from watching my club from my first year, where there was kind of, it was like 12 of the, you know, there's us on the pitch, and then some of the men's came to watch us. And then every year you see it get bigger and better. And, like, going into my fourth year of varsity now that I'll be playing, I just know, like, the crowd's going to be absolutely enormous. Like, last year there was, like, hundreds of us at the big game. And you just, you see your club progress and you, you see things change around the university. And every year it just gets bigger and better. And it just makes you so proud to be a part of it and proud to be a part of your club. It's amazing. And if Sheffield were to win it this year, what would that mean to you as sports officer? Um, I think this year, like something that I've seen, for, like from the sports office perspective, it's obviously kind of seen the Hallam side as well, and I think you really get to see like how much, like genuinely, how much like passion we have for it as a like as a university. Because for Hallam, that's that like sports their thing, and sports science is kind of one of their you know big the kind of recruitment tools. Whereas for us, like we just we do it because we love it, and like every, we have so many people involved that. We, we don't have to work as hard as we do, and you might not always expect us to do as well in books as we do, but we just we just go so much further than that, and we do such an incredible job. So to see us win for the fifth year in a row to beat Hallam, who, you know, think of it so differently, genuinely, I'd be so proud, and I'll just be so happy when it, when it happens. <laughs> um, so what is your favourite varsity memory? Um, I think my favourite varsity memory is probably my first year, because I think when you come in in first year, you don't necessarily know kind of what everything is and what it's all about. But I just remember, like, it, it suddenly kind of takes a turn, everything starts, like, ramping up, and then it's the night before, we've all, we're kind of, everyone's around at someone's house, and we're all getting so motivated, and then you go around someone's house in the morning, you're all getting ready, like, and it's the first time, it's not, it's not the first time, but it's such a big moment for your team where you all properly come together, and then playing in that match where you've got everyone kind of with you, and you've got your friends and your family watching, and it, it's just such a different thing, and it, it brings together the team so much. So I think that first year where you really kind of get what it's all about, that's probably my favourite memory. And you'll be playing in the women's lacrosse ones on the Wednesday, on finals day. We'll have live commentary on Ford Radio. But other than your match, is there a particular match or day you're really looking forward to? I'm saying really, I am really looking forward to Sports Park because that is that's one of the like biggest days, isn't it? Where there's so much going off and there's so many points on offer and. I'm I'm nervous. I'm excited. Like it's going to be such a good day. We're just going to have to hope the weather holds out. But I think that's my yeah. That's the next one that I'm absolutely buzzing for. And obviously the ice hockey as well. What a, yeah. a finale that's going to be. And hopefully you you'll be lifting the the, the trophy. Yeah, I, I honestly cannot wait for that finals day. Like I we I just know we can do it. And I know I'm going to be an absolute nervous wreck. But I'm be, to be out there on the ice. Like I'm absolutely so excited. Um, so what's your message to the University of Sheffield supporters who will be going out there to events supporting the black and gold? 
Um, I guess, well, at this point, it's genuinely just like a massive thank you because it's, it's so nice to see. Like, it's, it's a really big time of the year, for, like, obviously, for sport, where everyone kind of gets behind us and kind of feel like the spotlight's on us and there's all this kind of amazing things going on. And it's just, yeah, like a thank you to all of the people like, in the university who kind of supporting us and tweeting us and sending these messages out. And, yeah, it's just great to see it, really. And finally, what's your message to Sheffield Hallam? I guess my message, to Sef- my message to Sheffield Hallam is just, like, thank you for five years, genuine, really close competition, really hard fought every year, but I guess it just better be ready because we're ready for it this year and we're going out strong. <laughs> that was the University of Sheffield sports officer Emily Roach discussing this week's uh, Sheffield varsity. She's confident that she's going to make it five wins on a bounce this year for the University of Sheffield. Tim and Nick Nikhil join me in the studio. Did you, do you all both share Emily Roach's confidence? Um, yeah, I do. I mean, obviously, I'm only my second year. I was only here last year. But I think uh, in the end, the University of Sheffield won it on finals day. And, um, yeah, I'm confident there's no reason why that won't change. But, obviously, it is such a difficult one to predict because, obviously, I think most of our teams have had a good record over the season. But a lot of Hallam's have as well. And, obviously, with something like University Sport, you never know who is going to be there, you know, the... Hallam could have a fresh that we've not seen play for anything like that so it's very difficult to predict but yeah I think that the University of Sheffield are especially going off the back of four successive wins on the bounce I mean they've got every reason to be confident going into this one and Tim this is both and I both you and I are freshers Tim this is our first experience yeah, of varsity yeah. um, obviously we don't know too much we have covered uh, Sheffield sports teams throughout the year do you, did you share Emily Roach's confidence? Yeah, I think, uh, I mean, I've covered the tennis for a lot of the year. I think the men's will win that. I think the women's are going to be, they lost to Hallam uh, earlier on this year, so that's going to be a difficult one for them. But, I mean, there will be sports that Hallam are good at. There will be sports that we're good at. I mean, that's the way it goes. It, it really comes down to the fact, it sounds obvious, but it comes down to the fact that who's going to be better at uh, the, the, the broadest uh, variety of uh, sports that occur uh, at the rowing last week uh, we, we claimed the two varsity points we got a good nice early lead on them uh, so uh, we'll see what happens in the future but uh, yeah I think we'll, we'll uh, uni will win it for a fifth year in a row but uh, I think it, I've got a funny feeling it's going to be quite quite close and it'll be interesting to see if it does come down to the ice hockey the atmosphere in that final day will be sensational yeah, and I think, don't think the University of Sheffield have actually ever won the ice hockey, so hopefully no, it doesn't no, come down to that. Have, yeah. event. But in terms of, obviously, you're a second year now, Nick Hill, so, yeah. the, so the, the all, last year was your first experience of varsity, and what was your first experience like? Um, I think I was almost, not shocked, but surprised at how big it was and surprised how much everybody gets behind it. It really is a week where everyone comes together, everybody goes to watch the sport, and everyone backs their respective teams. I think the atmosphere at all the venues that I was at was great. I think... Uh, I think it's just a really exciting time, something for people really to get behind. And it does bring people together. And if you speak to most people, everyone seems to know someone who's involved in some way. They're playing in something or they're covering something. And I think that's the great thing about it. It can bring you all together. And also, just a huge variety of sports. And as every game, obviously, there is a few exhibition events. But every game that is part of the varsity, what is worth a point. And uh, I think the importance of that is, you know, the... Let's say, for example, you know, every hockey game is worth one point, every lacrosse game is worth one point, and it means that every game is so important and every game has that atmosphere. There's no prioritising different sports, there's no saying, oh, this is more important than that. You know, every sport is as important, and I think that's made clear in the way that the point system works. And was there a particular event last year or day that you uh, that, that, that stands out for you? What was your favourite event or day last um, year? I think the ice hockey final was great, you know, obviously in the Sheffield Arena. I think it was the largest watched ice hockey event outside of North America last year. And it was a superb atmosphere, you know, people really getting behind the universities. That was a really great thing to experience. But I think 
I mean, the other events as well, just the whole week, being able to either follow the coverage or be at the events themselves, you know, finals day when it was won. I mean, it really is. I mean, there's so much going on. I think it's great to get behind. And Nick Hill and Tim, um, what are you most looking forward to um, this year? What, what events are you most looking forward to? Starting uh, with you, Tim. Yeah, I mean, in terms of events as a whole, I think Nick's got a great point in the fact that they're all each worth one point. So every, every event means something. And the fact there are so many different sports that a lot of people wouldn't even have even heard of before. I mean, I know you've done a lot of lacrosse this year, Adam. I, I'm not 100% sure about lacrosse, uh, which, is, which is great because Wednesday. we're a commentator ne- 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 next Wednesday. But um, uh, the boxing was sensational. Uh, I know Dart City's not part of... Uh, part of the varsity event I'd have to say Dart City to an extent on the basis that I have been part of the Dart team this year <laughs> so it would be great to see some uh, Adam Warner the guy who is uh, captain of the A team has been playing sensationally recently and uh, he, he could actually get in the professional circuit so uh, he could hit a few 180s easily but uh, uh, football tomorrow look, really looking forward to that first big big live commentary uh, in the uh, pouring rain it's going to be but I've got to say the ice hockey um, it, it's built up to be such a big event and uh, lucky enough to be commentating on that as well and Nick Hill which what's your what are you most looking forward to yeah of course the, obviously the ice hockey again huge event I think uh, I think the rugby union will be really good I think Rugby, especially, it's the sort of sport that everyone can really get behind. You know, physical sport, two teams that will hopefully really go at each other, but also be a really good game between two very good sides. And I think that'll be really exciting to watch. Obviously, with it being the final event of Holland Sports Park Day, there should be a big crowd out for that as well. And I'm looking forward to seeing that one. And then, as Tim said, I mean, obviously, the football going on as well. And I think Holland Sports Park Day to obviously happening tomorrow to just kick it all off. Loads of different events going on. Loads of football matches, loads of rugby, the rugby league as well. I, I think, think the fact that all the events so are on one day it. as well, it yeah. brings that environment together. I mean, I went to the Olympics in 2012, don't uh, live quite near Stratford, and the Olympic Park, it's just great to see so many different people looking at different Absolutely. things. And they say, well, I, I, I know a lot about hockey, but they've got this basketball match going on here. Do I want to go to there? Of course I do, because it's, it's uh, GB representing, uh, GB represented uh, across the board, so... Uh, that's it, it brings people together, and uh, it's our mini Sheffield Olympics. It feels like that, to be honest. Yeah, I think that's the best way to describe it, the mini Sheffield Olympics. We'll preview all of the Varsity Week, including tomorrow's Hallam Sports Park Day, and we'll also bring you the reports from the events that have already happened. That's right after Rag and Bone Man. Welcome back to Ford Radio's Varsity Preview Show. The Varsity Week gets underway tomorrow at Hallam Sports Park, but events have already taken place with the University of Sheffield taking a 6-3 lead into the week. The first event was snow sports, which took place in the Alps in December, and University returned to Sheffield with a one-point advantage after winning one and a half points compared to Hallam's half a point. Unfortunately, the racing competition was unable to take place due to the weather conditions, but it was held in, in Castleford last week, and our reporter, Josh Roberts, was there. And we're off here with the Snow Sports Snowboard Varsity uh, 2017. Andy Hughes for the University of Sheffield and Callum Payton for Sheffield Hallam University. Neck and neck as they're going, as they're going down the course. The blue one is, is a bit slower than the red one. And Sheffield Hallam University taking first leg with the second rider, Josh Clark, coming up after it. But Sarah Bunting for the University of Sheffield, she did pull it back in her uh, first race. So we'll see whether she can do it again here as it gets down. It does look like the gap is closing, but then a little bit of a mistake uh, it's opened up the gap again for Sheffield Hallam University. As the next riders come up, we have Flo Brooks and Sarah Harris. The gap does look to be closing a little bit, but uh, not too much. It's, it is, from our view, we are looking down the slope, and it looks as if there's a bit of a wobble there and a, bit, a big tumble 
from Sarah Harris for the Sheffield Hallam University, which means Flo Brooks takes the lead, and now the University of Sheffield are in the lead for this second race. And finally, Daniel's just going down, I think, in it with a big lead now from because of that tumble from Sarah Harris for the Sheffield Hallam University. Daniels can just easily take it down and go over the line. That is a varsity point for the University of Sheffield. About to start here for the second race. The rerun of the second race. Looks like George Beer got the better start out of the gate. Excuse me, but the, the red course, as we've said earlier, does look faster, but it is the University of Sheffield coming in hot. The first, the second race, the University of Sheffield, so Kai Haynes for the University of Sheffield look, looking like he's in front of Josh Nimmons. And now we've got Seb Reichter, who, who did take a fall in the first race, but now looking to get it back. Has got a lead, looks, looking like the Sheffield Hallam are coming to try and close the gap. Um, but the, the gap is still open for the University of Sheffield as the fourth skier comes off. There is there's a bit, a bit of gap closed at the bottom there as we go in and Mihai, Mihai is coming up to the bottom, still in front, still in front with the Sheffield Hallam all looking at closing. They're off. That looked to me as like a bit of a false start from the Sheffield Hallam then, but I don't know. It's neck and neck as we're going into the bottom. As we go down, a big tumble looked very close at the end. It looks to me like it could be a photo finish, but I think it might have been the red course. But it looked to me like, a, I don't know, but it looked to me like they sort of jumped the gun a bit. Hard, everyone paying 110% and we've absolutely smashed it and beaten Hallam for the eighth year in a row. Yeah, it's just been obviously a massive team effort and we're going home with that trophy for another year. So we've retained our crown and that's really all that matters. We're, we're really happy to have retained our crown. And a bit of controversy at the end today in Castleford. Talk me through what went on there. Um, yeah, there was with the skiing point, there was a lot of controversy. There's a few decisions that really didn't go our way. But you just got to appreciate the judge on the day. You've got to appreciate the result. And you've got to accept the result. But we're still going home with our trophy, so that's all that matters. And who would you say, for both of you and both of your teams, has been sort of the standout performers? Um, for me, I'd say Sarah, the second girl in the first team. She's come to every single competition this whole year, and she's improved massively. And just watching her rapidly go down the slope was so amazing for me. So Sarah Bunting. Uh, I'd have to say Georgie Beer for me, my race captain. She's rallied up the racing troops all year. She's really improved our race team. She was amazing today, just like all our races have been. It's a shame we're not going home with the skiing point, but we're going home with that trophy, so what can you do? <laughs> that was Josh Roberts reporting from the, the snow sports events, which took place in Castleford last week with the Sheffield, University of Sheffield, taking a two-and-a-half to one-and-a-half win. As you can probably tell by the music, next we'll be discussing the boxing. It was the first major spectator event of this year, and that was the boxing, which took place a few weeks ago. So let's relive what was a brilliant night of boxing. Win, lose, always raw. We are Forge Radio. We are black and gold. Ringside at Varsity 2017 coverage here on Forge Radio and Forge TV. Oh, yes. and Callum with a, a clean jab to the face. Wong is putting everything in. He pushes him into the yes. corner. It's been a knockdown. Oh, oh, and, oh, and that, that has, been, has been a it's been a knockdown. Vincent Wong in the blue corner. Blows go back and forth, and that's a good right hand from Minyarity. The counter punches from Carter starting to come in now. The left hook there did connect. Once again, it's going to come down to a judge's decision, unless there's something spectacular in the last minute and a half here. Well, that's Just Khan moves forward with, with left and right. Yeah, and he's running now all over. Your winner by a unanimous decision.
it goes. Both fighters going out very quick. Both fighters really swinging. Agban lands there with a hook. Oh, and it's a very good hook there by Agban. Agban, you see, with, he's loping himself up. He has to put the guard up. He's allowing Masson to come at him aggressively. He really needs to uh, watch his fitness, watch his footwork, and watch Masson, most importantly. As both fighters here trading blows, Agban not really getting the full motion of the hook in there. He's not really getting any power behind the punch. He really oh, does. Oh, there's a nice hook there by Masterson. Oh, and then Masterson, nice combination there. Agban in the corner. He's going in for the kill. The results of bout number three. Your winner by a unanimous decision, Farrell Masterson in the blue corner. Here, Kenro now comes out. He's got a smile on his face. And they're out to a flurry of punches. And yes, Henry has gone straight for it. Really. Oh, and it's warm. a beautiful hit from Henry. He's really pushing, pushing Smales right he is to the really limit. Pushing Henry Cumro has the upper hand in this bout at the moment. We're seeing him here. He's the one dominating the position of the Hallam fighter. And maybe, oh, and we just had another beautiful flurry of crunches from Henry Cumro. And now the crowds are really boring up. Again, I think the, the weight behind these punches is starting to slow down. The Hallam fighter is now gaining control. He's hit him with a few punches. They're now going blow for blow. And the crowd is on their feet, roaring as a... And your winner by a unanimous decision, Henry Colonel in the red corner. Oh, uh, definitely Webster's been rocked by Farugi there. It's a uh, first round that's gone to Ali Farugi, frowling in the middle of the ring. And he moves forward again with left and right. And he looks still the stronger boxer to me. And your winner by a split decision, Webster in the red corner. Crikey! Well, I'm just well, I'll tell you did what. did not see that coming We've in had any world. Physically as well, they look very well matched, don't they? Yeah. Yeah, Sharp is on the ropes there. Smith landed a nice shot. Oh, and he hits there with a hook. Kill a blow there. Not to knock him out, but to score a point. Oh, and it's a nice hook there. Two nice hooks there by Sharp. And the crowd are behind him. Smith needs to keep his guard up here. Both fighters trading blows. Oh, his uppercut there. Hit the chin. When his guard was yeah. down. Oh, and both fighters score there. It's, oh, and Smith scores a nice jab right up the centre. And he hits again with a hook. Your winner by a split decision. Oh. Matthew Smith. Proud of our university, proud of our city. Sheffield Varsity on Forge Radio. We are black and gold. Welcome back to Forge Radio's Varsity preview show. That was the boxing that happened a few weeks ago with Sheffield Hallam winning the point. Uh, Tim Adams, you were commentating on it, and Nick Hill was also involved in Forge TV's uh, coverage. But what a brilliant that night of boxing it was, Tim. Incredible night. I, I uh, was in the commentary for two of the fights. I think it was the second fight and the second to last fight with uh, Aidan. Uh, great commentary experience. First live commentary I've done in a fair few years, actually. So that was... Uh, great with the atmosphere the crowd brilliant some of the songs are slightly uh, peculiar and slightly funny uh, throughout the night but uh, to be expected i guess uh, given uh, the, uh, the, the the banter as it's called between both universities <laughs> but uh, yeah i didn't expect i think i mentioned about brexit trump and, and now this and uh, the potential of octamble we've had istanbul Istanbul, and octamble or something like that uh, I think it was it was that kind of night really where we didn't really by the end of it know what to expect. The uh, the last two fights went to a uh, a split decision. I'm not sure many people in the arena actually thought that uh, the second to last fight would go to the uh, University of Sheffield's uh, uh, way, but uh, in the end, uh, fair play to Hallam, four two victors. Uh, I think it was always asking a a lot for the uni to come back from three 0 down. And what was your opinion on the the, the fights on the, the night itself, Nikhil? Yeah, absolutely. I agree with um, Tim. I think uh, Hallam racing into a 3-0 lead before the interval. Maybe it 
all I say now, I think it could have maybe ruined it as a contest a little, but the Uni came back very well. They won the next two, and they made it really interesting, you know, going into the final bout, which was a great bout. Um, they still had a chance of tying and taking half a point, but I think the main thing that I picked up from the boxing is as somebody who watches quite a lot of boxing, you know, I don't claim to be a super fan by any means, but I do watch a lot of the major bouts. I watch the bouts that are on Sky Sports 1. I have been known to also watch the bouts on the uh, box office as well, and I think what surprised me was when you watch professional boxing, certainly there tends to be a lot of dancing around, you know, trying to avoid each other. I think what was brilliant was in every single bout, it was just two boxers really going at each other and trying to get that win. And although there were no knockouts, they all did go on to uh, point decisions. I mean, obviously, there was two split decisions, which are close it was. But it was just people, you know, really going at each other. And it was great to watch because there was, in every bout, two boxers who really, really wanted to go out there and win it and make a really good impression. And I think it really helped. I mean, the crowd certainly didn't get bored. The atmosphere was amazing, as Tim said. I mean, there's some great chance. And I think it was a really good experience because I missed the boxing varsity last year. But being there this year, I think, yeah, I really enjoyed it. And as you said, the the, the atmosphere seems absolutely incredible. Just to our listeners at home, uh, Tim, what was the atmosphere like to commentate in? Um, well, a few months ago, I went to a Man United game at Old Trafford. They drew nil-nil with Hull. The atmosphere at the Octagon for the boxing was better than it was at Old Trafford. Uh, with 75,000 people. I'm not I'm not saying that. I'm not exaggerating when I say that. It, it actually was. I'm not being demeaning of United's atmosphere at Old Trafford as well. But um, uh, incredible. And I think it was the fact that the night got better. The fights got better as the night went on. And because of that, the crowd... Because it was close as well. Because we all knew that a potential comeback could happen. I think if Hallam went forward, like, the, the atmosphere wouldn't have been as good. But uh, it was a yeah, brilliant atmosphere. And when they did pull it back, University of Sheffield, and you described it as Octon Ball, could it happen? Was there a general feeling inside the octagon that a comeback could, could be on and the Sheffield could go on to half? Well, I think point? it was the fact that um, uh, neither, me or a, me, uh, neither me or Aiden in the second-to-last fight thought that uh, uh, the Uni uh, Sheffield fighter would win. But what happened was that the Hallam fighter, I think he had a, a low punch where he got deducted a point. He was leading in the, in the first two rounds. And because he was deducted a point uh, and the Uni, fighter, Uni Sheffield fighter won the third round, uh, it went to a split decision, and uh, the Union Sheffield fighter got the uh, got the point there. And because of that, uh, yeah, the fans knew that the comeback was was going to be on, and they wanted to rally the troops in that sense and uh, try and uh, get their team to uh, uh, victory. But unfortunately, uh, it never happened. But uh, I think it was it was really hot inside that as well. You, you could sense the last two fights were a distance better than the first four in terms of atmosphere and uh, the potential comeback was probably the catalyst for that. And Nidakil, do you think uh, a Hallam victory was the fair result on the night? Um, yeah, I do think it was probably the fair result. I think as Tim as Tim alluded to, sorry, I mean, him and Aidan were obviously commentating on the penultimate fight and I think most people in the octagon that night were fairly shocked when it was won on a split decision. I think by it was the a zero card, I think it was. It was the yeah. Hallam fighter, yeah. I think it, yeah, it was a bit of a shock that um, the Uni of Sheffield got that one on a split decision. But I think Hallam probably did deserve it. Don't get me wrong, I think the University of Sheffield boxes were also superb. As were the Hallam ones, they all made great spectacles of every bout. There were two boxes in their ring every single time who really wanted to win it and make an impression. And I think, unfortunately, for the University of Sheffield anyway, I think maybe Hallam did just have the edge on the night. I think they probably did deserve it. But um, in the preparation, I was speaking to Brendan 
who is the coach for the boxers at Sheffield uh, City Boxing Club, and he coaches pretty much all of them. And from what he said to me, for a lot of the guys, it was their very first bout. And I think, considering that, it's really promising. I mean, for people who've only been boxing since October to go into that in their first bout, into an atmosphere like that, and be able to put on a spectacle like they did, I think they should all be really proud of themselves. There was certainly nobody in the ring that night who disgraced themselves. Absolutely. It was a brilliant opener to what should be a great week of competition this week as part of Sheffield Varsity. Next up, we'll round up what has happened so far before previewing the main Varsity week. Welcome back to Forge Radio's Varsity Preview Show. It all kicks off tomorrow at Hallam Sports Park. Remember, Forge will have live coverage throughout Varsity Week. So we've already reviewed the snow sports and boxing. Now it's the time of the rowing. And it's coming into this year, it was 20 years, 20 wins was the University of Sheffield's rowing club's record. Tim, were they able to make it 21 wins in 21 years on Saturday? Yeah, I mean, the University of Sheffield did maintain their 21-year winning streak at uh, the rowing over Hallam after they claimed both varsity points in the men's and women's events uh, last Saturday morning in the pouring rain at Damflask Reservoir. Starting at 9 o'clock with a mist running away over the Peak District Hills, the University of Sheffield got off to the worst start. Hallam winning the Novice Men's 8's Cox, but the University of Sheffield won the next three events, the Novice Women's 4's Cox, Senior Men's 4's Cox, and the Senior Women's 8's Cox. By this stage, the University of Sheffield were up 2-0 in the women's and level in the men's. Then Hallam took a shock 2-1 lead in the men's after the Novice Men's 4's Cox hit a, a crab. It's essentially a wave in the water, uh, which unbalanced uh, their boat. Uh, and while the women's uh, score in the end was comprehensive, the University of Sheffield uh, won that 4-1 after the uni after uni uh, won the senior women's force cox goals, uh, novice women's uh, force cox, and the senior women's eight cox. The men's race came down to the last race after the men's two skulls levelled it at two apiece. So this was it essentially. Hallam's. Uh, Hallam versus the University of Sheffield in the senior men's eight Cox, and this was by a mile the most competitive battle. And what a race it was, both sides switching leads at the start. Before the University of Sheffield boat pulled over the, at the end, the crew celebrating with the crowd, and a few people ended up in the icy cold water. It was a great event, and in the end, the University of Sheffield uh, thrashed Hallam in the, uh, in the women's event, but... It was tight, very, very tight in the men's. It did come very tight in the end at Danflas Reservoir, and it's 21 wins in 21 years now for the Sheffield University's rowing club. On Friday, it was the equestrian event, and our reporter, Sam Burkett, was there. Sheffield dominated the equestrian on the chilly Friday morning with Sheffield A and B team picking up first and second respectively ahead of Hallam A and B team who came third and fourth respectively. Particular winner was Layla Felgate with a high score of 227.5 dropping only 12.5 points throughout the whole of the dressage event which is insanely good. Sheffield have been on form. They've just come off with a string of good results in the mini championships and are looking forward to the regionals later this semester. Hallam were also looking confident going into it however they did have some setbacks as they have had a few members of their A team not being able to attend which may have caused them to lose some points in the dressage but they do have some good individuals and they are also going on to the regionals this semester. Equestrian featured two separate events of dressage where the horses move between different points on different stages of running which was marked on their precision, their the lines and how confident they were then later in the afternoon we had show jumping with Sheffield gaining four out of the eight top places. I managed to get a short interview with the captain of the winning team, Sarah Stewart. 
So how do you feel winning the equestrian event? Absolutely amazing. We're, we're all just so crazy. It's so funny. I'm, I'm, we're so excited. <laughs> so uh, you mentioned you were quite uh, confident coming up to the event. Where do you feel you perform strongest? I would say the dressage phase because um, A-teams smashed it. They got all zero scores, which is the best because you want to have as little penalties as possible. And all of them got the best score on their horse, so smashed it. I couldn't have asked for it. No. Amazing. One last question. So how do you feel looking forward to the championships later this year? Oh, yeah, really excited because the A-team have actually qualified for regionals, which is held at Brooksby. Um, so we're getting pumped for that, and they, they're all going to practice on their own horses over Easter, and then that's it. So, yeah, excited. Congratulations. That was Sam Burkett reporting from the equestrian event which was held last Friday. The University of Sheffield reigned supreme once more. And in, Sam was really busy this weekend. He was back at the cycling also, I think it was last Wednesday. And the cycling, this, they cover five cycling events. They have cross-country, downhill, time trial, BMX, which has been introduced for the first time this year, and the hill climb, which takes place on fa finals day. Um, Sheffield were dominant in the first event, which was cross-country, as Sam B B Burkitt reports again. It's been a strong start for Uni in the cycling, as in the mountain bike cross-country, Uni dominated, taking eight out of the top ten places and securing a crucial half point for them early into varsity. The course was quite challenging this year, as attested by some interviews later in the report, and despite a few injuries on both sides, Uni did manage to come out on top. After the event, I managed to get a quick interview with the fastest cyclist of the day, Cameron Taylor. How did you find this event? Uh, it's a pretty tough event, to be honest. I raced it last year. But this course is a bit more technical. The second climb was a lot more technical than last year's climb. And one of the descents was a fair bit more technical as well. But overall, it's just a pretty intense event because it's 45 minutes an hour of just all out racing. Okay. How do you think Uni did overall compared to last year? Obviously, we got a lot more of our uh, roadside out this year on borrowed mountain bikes. And uh, their fitness really helped because... We were able to take out quite a lot of the top 10 positions, which was really good. I also managed to get an interview with the second fastest person on the course, Stanley Nutter, the fastest rider for Hallam. So how did you find the course? Uh, the course was good, nice and technical, um, lots of climbing. Um, yeah, it was good. I heard people say it's been quite different to last year. Can you comment on that? Uh, yeah, last year we had two quite smooth climbs. This year we had a technical climb and a harder descent. Yeah, it suited me much better this year. How have Hallam done over this and how are they looking going forwards into the next events? Uh, Hallam haven't done very well here. Um, I don't think. I think I was the only person in the top ten or the top eight. I don't think we'll win, unfortunately, because you guys have dominate the road. But we'll see. Maybe next year. Thank you for joining me. Good luck with the rest of cycling, Varsity. That was Sam Burkett covering the cross-country cycling which took place last week. Sheffield Hallam did take the victory in the second cycling event which took place on Sunday. It was the, the downhill event and it came down to the fastest five times overall and Hallam had three of the top five. Um, so at the moment it is one, I think it's a half a point each in the cycling with still three events left. So let's preview now uh, the, the next week. So obviously it's Hallam Sports Park Day tomorrow. And this day, um, Nikhil, is, is actually tra tra traditionally d dominated by Hallam, isn't it? Um, yeah, it is from what I know of it. Obviously, um, a lot of events going on tomorrow, all the football matches, rugby union, rugby league. Uh, I think a bit of lacrosse as well happening tomorrow. So it's a big, big day with a lot of events going on and... Uh, I think, yeah, generally, it is one that Hallam will hope to take quite a big chunk from. So, um, obviously, I think University of Sheffield, I think we've got some great teams that have got a really good chance of picking up points tomorrow. But don't be too shocked to see that three-point gap on the leaderboard 
to be at least slightly closed by Sheffield Hallam come the end of play tomorrow. Yeah, last year the University of Sheffield took a 3-2 lead into the sports park today, which then Hallam did edge to take the varsity score to 11-all after the day. Um, but I think the women's rugby union tie will be an intriguing watch because I think Hallam recorded a shock victory last year. Yeah. And they've also got the cricket as well, men's cricket and the women's cricket sides. They'll be both be confident of perhaps ending a run of varsity defeats. But perhaps there were six points on offer for football, which could be really decisive on the, the day. Um, Hallam have typically dominated the two women's games. I think they won the women's ones 9-0 um, <laughs> last year. So all the, all the eyes will be on the men's football ones fixture. And you're commentating on, on this, this game, Tim. Yeah, yeah. I, I do expect uh, the University of Sheffield to win this. Uh, they've, they've beaten Hallam twice this year in the league. Uh, they beat them 2-1 at the start of the year. and uh, Sorry, 2-0 two, two at the start of the year and 2-1 actually quite recently. Uh, I mean, Hallam finished bottom of the league, so uh, a lot of their players will probably not want to be reminded of that. Uh, the University of Sheffield, I think, finished nine points above them in the league. Uh, but Hallam did get to the cup semi-final. They lost to Strathclyde in penalty 6-5. The University of Sheffield got to the last 16 of that competition and lost 8-4 to the University of Northumbria. So if you're looking at league position, where I think it's... Uh, It'll pretty be, it's pretty a better judge, to be honest, of the two teams. You'd think the University of Sheffield are the favourites. But as the Cup shows, Hallam could produce that one performance and uh, uh, turn up. And they've got the ability to beat the better teams. And absolutely. Also, just to add, as Tim said, obviously a huge event. And although Hallam finished nine points below the University of Sheffield, both games, obviously 2-0, 2-1, both pretty tight. And as you say, I mean, they won't want to be reminded of that, but it is a big opportunity for Hallam. I mean, if they could finish their season with a varsity win, what a better way to finish. And so. Hallam haven't actually won the uh, football for over t t two, two, three years. I think the last two results, uh, I know University of Sheffield won the last one last year, 3-2, where two players were sent off. And the year before that, I think it was 1-0 to, to uni So, yeah. So, uh, I expect potentially one or two goals uh, from, from each side and uh, I think I mean if it went to penalties that would be something but uh, you never know I think it will be very 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 close and in terms of the rugby union as well another big fixture the women's ones lost 17-5 last season the University of Sheffield did but it's interesting because both teams come into uh, Hallam Sports Park today with an, an identical record this season in the league although Hallam have beaten University of Sheffield twice in the league this season so that's going to be an interesting one to watch but in terms of the rugby union men's ones uh, Nick Hill I know the, uh, the University of Sheffield was close they lost 24-21 last season but this will be another int intriguing game and I know you're uh, being a pundit for this game yeah absolutely it should be a really really good game this I think it's two teams who I believe are in the same league I think they're quite evenly matched I uh, think that the University of Sheffield have won both games this year don't count me on that but I think they have but obviously I mean going into this game it is quite frankly the biggest game of their season really the varsity game and uh It'll be an interesting one to watch. I think with the rugby union, it'll be such a like widely watched event. It'll be something that most of the players probably won't be that used to. I mean, obviously, there'll be a huge amount of people watching, with it being the last event of the day as well. Kicking off at six, everyone will almost flock to that main pitch to watch it. And I think this should be a really, really good game between two good sides, some very, very good players in there. Absolutely, and then on, when, on Thursday night, it's the Ice Hockey 2s. Um, last year, the University of Sheffield lost 3-1, but this is really building up to the big big event next, next Wednesday. But said that, the, the Ice Hockey 2s is a, a, a brilliant event on itself, Nikhil. Uh, absolutely, it really is. I mean, I went to the both Ice Hockeys last year. I think I commentated on them both. And uh, the Ice Hockey 2s, I think you turn up thinking, oh, it's a bit of a warm for the Ice Hockey 1s, but it really is a great event. It's not in the arena, it is in Ice Sheffield, but... You know, there's still a good amount of people there. It's still a really great setup. It's 
also really, I mean, great to watch. And last year, I mean, I'd been told uh, that Hallam had a very good record in the ice hockey. And um, I was led to believe that um, they'd turn up next last year, sorry, and win fairly comfortably, but in the uh, end, it didn't happen like that. And I think 3-1, it was a game that the University of Sheffield could have probably won on another, on another day as well. And then on the weekend, there's numerous events, but perhaps one of the highlights is the uh, uh, American f- football. Sheffield Uni have lost for the last three years. I think it's called the, the, the Steel Bowl, I think I'm correct in saying that. And Tim, you're, you're covering this for press. What sort of game are you expecting? Because it, up until this week, there's been some, there's been, perhaps it wouldn't, actually the event wouldn't actually go ahead because Sheffield Hanover had such, such a good um, cup run that they might have had a final on the day. So I think that, that just shows that Hallam come here as the, the, the team to beat. Yeah, I think in, in, in this, Hallam are probably one of the best teams in the country. And uh, it, again, it's one of those events where the, the, the crowds do turn up. And if the University of Sheffield can get a, a sufficient crowd, they can get a crowd where potentially they feel like they, they are the home side. I wouldn't say they've got a chance. I mean, one of my flatmates uh, is actually in the, in the American football team, and he said that uh, it's very unlikely that they go into. Uh, to win this, uh, but you, you never know. You, you never know. Hallam are the team to beat. Uh, I think Leeds Beckett are the best team in the country. Uh, I think Hallam are probably second or third. We can only hope the University of Sheffield team do turn up, but we'll see. Well, actually, it was close. University of Sheffield lost 13-10, so only three points the difference. So we interested to see how that one plays out. That's a Sunday at Goodwin and Forge TV. Forge Radio have live co- co- commentary. And Forge TV will have, I think it's d- d- delayed, delayed coverage stream, at 5 yeah. o'clock. In Val 1 as well, if anybody wants to go down there and watch. Yeah, I mean, last year the University of Sheffield, sorry, this year the University of Sheffield have recently played Hallam and they did lose 75-12 to note. So, uh, yeah, make it that what you will. OK, so thanks for that, Tim. Um, so next we'll have K- K- Katie Perry, then we'll preview the rest of Varsity, including EIS Day on Radio's Monday. Varsity preview show. We've got a few minutes left, so we'll just discuss some of the remaining days. EIS Day is on Monday. This... Matt, this day, uh, Nick Hill, always produces some brilliant matches. Last year, the futsal men's ones felt a very close defeat. The, the men's basketball, they came certainly very close to a victory. And then in the netball women's freeze, there was drama right until the last second when the University of Sheffield lost 36-35, uh, but it had a disallowed goal in literally the last seconds of the game. So, Nick Hill... EIS Day, one of perhaps a really, really, really good day. Some brilliant matches, and it could be actually key in, de- in deciding the winners of this year's varsity. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's so many points up for grabs. Obviously, by then it's the Monday as well, so we've um, seen the results of Sports Park and what have you. And I mean, it is a great day. I commentated on the futsal last year. That was a wonderful game. I mean, some of the goals they were scoring it was just getting a bit ridiculous, really. I mean, um, also the basketball, as you said, the uh, men's basketball gave a really good showing against a very, very good Hallam team last year. I mean, I. It sounds ridiculous because it is basketball, but I could not believe the size of some of Holland's players. It was, I mean, it's a great day. I mean, you've got so much going on. I mean, that court where there's, you know, all the back to back netball games, you've got the futsal afterwards, you've got the basketball and the volleyball next to it. I mean, there is so much going on. And as you say, there is so many points that are up, up for grabs. And I mean, if it's tight going into AIS day, I mean, it really is a day where one shock result, one late goal, one late bit of magic, one mistake. I mean, it could really have a, huge shift in deciding where Varsity ends up this year. Absolutely, then on Tuesday it's Abbeydale and Hallamshire. Quickly, very quickly um, Tim, you've been Forge's tennis correspondent this year. Sheffield University won 3-0 last year. Do you expect a similar result this year? In the men's, yes. In the women's, I think I think Hallam will win the women's. 
in the men's, I think they've, they've got Hallam's number in this one. Uh, uh, just in general about these type of days where you have so many events in these type of days, as Nichols just said, one shock result, and it can change the momentum, not just in the overall varsity uh, points, but it, on the actual day. If, if Because they're so close to each other. I know EIS Day, they're in the same sort of area, really, in the same building. So the fact that if the noise from one set of supporters reverberates through the building, it will it will galvanise the whole of that team, and you could see uh, a lot of shock results I mean, on the basis of the atmosphere. Just very quickly on what Tim said, obviously with all the netball teams playing back to back, being a very close knit club and what have you. I mean, it only takes one netball team to you know maybe pull off a result like they don't expect, and all the ones who are playing after them, I mean, the confidence will just go through the roof. And just very quickly, finally on far finals day, lots of events happening there. Just one, one quick answer from both of you. Who, who, will be, who will be celebrating on finals day, University of Sheffield or Sheffield Hallam? Um, University of Sheffield just, I think. University of Sheffield, but it will be close. Well, there we go. Let's hope so. Remember, ForgeToday.com forward slash varsity is your place for all things varsity. Forge Radio will also have live radio commentaries from events and updates, and Forge TV will also have live TV coverage from a few events too. Forge Sport has got you covered as the black and gold of the University of Sheffield go in pursuit of a fifth varsity title in five years. Thank you for listening. <laughs>